Hi guys, it's Pastor Rebecca, and I'm coming at you with another podcast today. It's New Year's Eve, which is exciting. We're getting ready to go into 2021, and um, we're going to talk about some stuff today, and then I'm going to pray a prayer over you guys as y'all enter, as we all enter into the new year. Um, Thank you so much to everyone who's following. It is so cool to see um, so many different people from so many different uh, countries following. It's so awesome, and I'm so thankful uh, so let's learn and grow, um, learn about God, grow together. Let's uh, hear the truth of God and be inspired. So uh, today I'm going to entitle this podcast, Ready, Set, No. <laughs> so um, I know some people, you know, have, have said before, you know, I've been in situations before and I knew I wasn't supposed to be there, but I stayed in them anyway. You know, I talk about this a lot and I think going into 2021, all of us can use more wisdom and discernment from the Lord. And the Bible talks about being led by the Spirit, led by the Holy Spirit. And here's the thing. Uh, the truth is there's a lot of things that lead people today. You can give access to just about anything or anyone to lead you and to guide you. Uh, some people are led and driven by money. You know, money leads them. Wherever the money is, that's where they go. And uh, that is what guides their path. Um, you know, some people are led up by love, by uh, seeking love from people, love and affirmation and acceptance. And that's what drives them. And that's what leads them. And, and, uh, you know, we, we are a people that desire to be led and we were created to be led by God and to be led by his spirit. But unfortunately, as we've seen before, you know, in the old Testament, um, Israel rejected God's leadership. You know, Israel didn't like being didn't like God telling them what to do. You know, they thought they could escape that by having an earthly king. And, uh, and, and, and cause you know, they, they just, uh, they wanted to, I mean, they rejected God's leadership. They rejected his authority. He even said, Samuel, they're rejecting me as king. We've talked about that many times, but God wants us, uh, and desires for us to be led by the spirit. So I'm going to read, um, some verses to you from Romans 8. Okay, so I'm going to start with verse 13. It says, For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. So the Bible clearly states that the spirit of God is what testifies to the children of God that they are children of God and that sons of God are led by his spirit. All right. Because the Bible talks about two kingdoms. Remember the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. There is no in between. There is no mixing the two. There is a very clear line drawn in the sand. You either follow uh, Christ and are a disciple of him or you're not. And there's really no there's really no gray area, really no line, no fence you can straddle. Many people try it and it doesn't work. There have been many uh, attempts by the enemy to try to convince people that you can mix um, religions, that you can mix Christianity and New Age, or that you can mix um, Christianity and witchcraft. And, and the Bible clearly draws a line and says, absolutely not. You are either one or the other. You cannot be both. All right. God even says in Revelation that if you're lukewarm, he will vomit you out of his mouth. He's like, I'd rather you be all out or all in. 
you know, don't try to be half and half, don't do that, you know. So anyway, God talks about the importance of us being led by the Spirit. And what this means is, you know, um, that's something I think that a Christian um, or, or someone or a disciple of Christ, someone that follows the Lord, I believe that's something that needs to be prayed for every day that we've talked about. And it's something that develops over time. The closer, I was talking to my fiance um, about this last night. We got on, on top, talking about Bible stories. And the closer, the more time you spend with God, the, the more you get to know his heart, who he is. The closer you get with him. And the closer you get to him, the more you will recognize his voice in situations. The more that you will recognize the leading of the Holy Spirit. Um, that's why I think Paul says, pray without ceasing. You know, and I think seeking the Lord every day. Sorry if y'all hear my, y'all probably can't hear it, but my stomach's growling because I haven't eaten anything yet. So sorry if y'all <laughs> hear some of that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, spending time with the Lord, you know, cause people are like, well, how do I know? How, how do I, how am I led by the spirit? You know, when you receive Christ, a lot of people teach something that's wrong. And I didn't learn this until I got more out of the Baptist realm and into, um, you know, uh, more of the, uh, Pentecostal holiness realm, things like that, um, uh, is people always teach, well, Jesus is in your heart. Jesus is not in our heart. He's in heaven. Okay. Jesus has a body. Okay. He, uh, there's three parts to the Trinity. There's God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy spirit. They're all God, but they all have a different function as God. Okay. As a part of God and the Holy spirit is what we receive, you know? And so, uh, when Christ, uh, Christ died for our sins. So it says that all you have to do is believe in Jesus, and when you believe on him, and you shall be saved, you and your household. So when you believe in Jesus, you receive the Holy Spirit. That's who Christ left on the earth. He says, I'm going to heaven, but I'm leaving. I'm sending I'm sending you a counselor. I'm sending you the Holy Spirit, you know, and he's going to tell you how to live. So when you believe in Jesus and you've accepted him as Savior, Lord, Master of your life, then you receive the Holy Spirit, okay? And, um, the Holy Spirit acts as a compass that tells you where to go. It communicates. It's a communicator. Holy Spirit is the governor. He's the communicator between God um, and you, and he communicates God's will and God's purpose to you, you know, and uh, the Holy Spirit is great, and the, and I love the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit, that's why praying for wisdom and discernment and praying that you are more sensitive to the Holy Spirit, because if you want to know God's will for your life, if you want to fulfill your purpose, you know, you've got to be sensitive to what the Holy Spirit is going to is going to say to you. There have been many instances in my life where the Holy Spirit has warned me, and 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 sometimes it comes as a feeling. It's hard to describe. You know, it, it sometimes it's a warning. It's it's um, I, I've experienced it. It's almost it's almost like alarm bells that go off inside of you, inside of you. It's, it's hard to explain, but you'll know it. You'll know it. You know, as a child of God, you'll know it when you experience it. But there have been many situations in my life where I have felt a clear warning from God. I know it's God telling me I don't need to do something. And I've rebelled and I've gone and I have gone the other way and I have paid for it. I have paid for it. And the, the older I've gotten, the more that I have, um, grown in my relationship with the Lord, I understand that listening to the Holy Spirit is very, very important. And the problem with us, we've talked about this again as humans, is we want to know everything. We want to be able to explain everything. Excuse me. We want to be able to understand everything. 
And that's just not, we just talked about this yesterday. You know, the secret things belong to the Lord and what's revealed belongs to us. So God will reveal things to us and we should cry out to him to reveal things to us. But we have to come to the humble understanding that we are not God. We will not understand and know everything. So there will be some situations where the Holy Spirit will give you a warning. He'll give you direction. Either go here, don't go here, you know, whatever it is, you know. Um, and you have to pay attention. The problem is a lot of times with our mind, we want to rationalize, figure it out. So let's say we get a warning from the Holy Spirit. Instead of us just listening to that sometimes and being obedient, we want to sit there with our mind and hash through and, well, why though? Why? And the, uh, the question is, we may not know why. We may never know why. There may be some situations, and I have one I'm going to talk about, that we may never understand why the Holy Spirit told us no. Okay, I experienced something early this year, and um, it was during, it was at the church I used to go to, and it was during when we had a lot of the racial tension that was going on. Um, George Floyd, you know, um, uh, was murdered, and it was just, it was awful, it was just an awful situation, it was an awful time period, you know, it was, it was hard, and, and I reached out to, um, you know, to my brothers and sisters, you know, um, of a different race and, and, and explained how much I love them, you know, and, and I mean, one of my best friends, you know, I, I, I love her. If I, if I say that, that I have a best girlfriend, it would be uh Markeisha Fowler. I don't know if she listens to my podcast, but um, I love her, love her heart. She, and, and she's a different race than I am, you know, and I love her. She's my sister. You know, I, I hate uh, the division in races today. I, I hate it. It, it, it just, Anyway, I don't want to get, that's a whole nother thing that we're, I don't want to get on to right now. But anyway, you know, during time, there were a lot of protests that were taking place. And there was a protest that took place in Anderson. Um, It was a peaceful protest downtown. And a lot of us on staff at church had decided that we were going to go. Um, My pastor could not go. He had to, um, my pastor at the time, you know, he, he had to go home and I think his wife was sick. So he had to help take care of her. Um, but the rest of the staff was like, well, we'll go, we'll help represent. Well, I don't know why, but when I tell you the alarm bells went off in me to the point where I had a physical bodily reaction, I was sweating and I was sitting there going, is it fear or is it the Holy Spirit? Like I was going back and forth trying to determine, um, you know, and at first I thought maybe possibly it's just the spirit of fear because, you know, it's, it's, it's about protests because during that time there were some protests that were, were, that ended up getting violent and things like that. So I thought about that. And so I said to myself, well, I'm going to try to push forward and, and still go to this thing. And the more that I tried to push forward, the closer it got for the time for all of us to leave. I had to tell one of the staff members, I'm like, I literally feel sick. I literally feel like I'm going to throw up. I'm sweating. I don't know why, but it feels like, but the Holy Spirit is telling me not to go. And, you know, she told me, she was like, Rebecca, if the Holy Spirit is telling you not to be there, you need to listen to that. She's like, even if you don't understand why. But I knew, you know, part of me knew that if I don't go, People are going to think that I'm like racist and everything else. And I was really getting caught up in, in feelings like that, you know, because, um, you know, the church I was going to was a multicultural, multi-diverse church, you know, which is how the kingdom of God is and should be. 
And, uh, but I, I knew I was like, I'm going to face some backlash. If I don't go, they're going to think that I have a, a heart that, that is divisive or something like that. And, but I knew I'm like, I can't fight this, this direction. The Holy Spirit is just telling me not to go. And guess what? The Holy Spirit never explained to me. He never explained to me why. I remember getting in the car. I had to teach the kids that night. I haven't told many people this. I think maybe one person knows this. I had to get in the car. I I got in the car while everybody else went to the protest. I got in the car. I had to go get me something to eat. And then I came back in the parking lot. And I had to teach kids that night. And I wept. I wept for probably a good 20 minutes. And I was angry. Almost angry at God. And I was like, why? God, why? I'm like, why can't I go? My heart wants to go. But you're telling me not to go. Why? And God told me very clearly. He's like, Rebecca, I don't have to tell you why. I don't have to explain why to you. You just have to obey me, you know? And I did. I obeyed God, but I was so upset. And sure enough, I faced backlash for it. Um, I, I There were some people that were angry at me because I didn't go. And, and uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, thought that I was being racist in nature and stuff. And it's like, no, I was being obedient to the Holy Spirit. And it was hurtful. Um But at the same time, I had to make a choice. In that moment, I had to make a choice. Do I care more about people or do I care more about what the Holy Spirit's telling me right now? Because I don't know why I wasn't supposed to be there. Maybe there was something that was going to happen that was harmful. Maybe I was going to meet somebody I wasn't supposed to meet. Maybe it just wasn't, um, maybe it just wasn't a good, a good time or good place. I honestly don't know. Again, the Holy Spirit didn't offer explanations, nor is he entitled to, but it was a test. There's a verse in the Bible that says, do I now live, I, th- I believe it was Paul that said, do I now live to please men or to please God? And I had to make a choice. And you know what? I didn't go. I said, I'm going to listen to the Holy Spirit, even if it makes me upset, even if I don't understand. And even if he, even if he chooses not to explain it to me, I'm going to listen to the Holy Spirit. And I didn't go. Um, and a side note, you know, this is what I love about, um, about Markeesia. And Markeesia is a very discerning woman. And um, I had cried my eyes out that night. And I don't know what it was, but she I could tell that she discerned that something was going on. And I was emotionally exhausted after I got done with kids ministry that night. And she, being the wonderful woman she is, she just sat with me in her car. And we just talked and laughed and had a good time. And I took a picture um, of, of us in the car that night and posted it on Facebook, you know. And uh, I just, I, I, I will never forget that. She probably doesn't even know and doesn't even realize what her talking to me that night meant to me. But it did. Um, so, Marquise, if you're listening, thank you. Because that was, that was one night where I felt so defeated. And you, your friendship and your love just helped me through. And I'm thankful for that discernment on your part. Getting back to the subject. Again. I mean, it was, it was hard, but I had to make a decision. And there are going to be times where the Holy Spirit is going to tell you not to do something. And you have to listen to him. Listen to him. Even if he doesn't explain it to you. Even if he doesn't tell you why. You listen. It is for your protection. Okay? And it can be for a million different reasons. Maybe there's some reason why. Maybe it, maybe it's not, um, you know, that something bad's going to happen to you. Maybe it's... Because you are not meant to be there in that moment. You know, maybe it's something that other people are meant to be a part of, but you're not in that moment. You know, it could be a seasonal thing. There's so many possibilities. But you have to make the choice. Am I going to follow 
you know, what I think, or am I going to listen? There's a great, um, I've heard, you know, great stories about people talking about how important it is to listen to the Holy Spirit. And here's one thing, um, here's one thing that a lot of women, you know, have talked about, but they call it a gut instinct, you know, gut feeling. I mean, I believe it, I believe it's a warning from the Holy Spirit, you know, um, I believe it's wisdom because I've watched stories of women, you know, who were raped or sexually assaulted. And a lot of the times, if if the women, the woman would say, you know, like, for example, I saw a story one time that was just heart wrenching. And it was a woman who um, was raped in her own apartment. And there was a guy, she was carrying groceries. She had a bunch of groceries to carry into her apartment building. And this guy who seemed really nice was like, hey, you know, can I help you carry those up to the steps? And a red flag went off inside of her. Alarm bells went off and something, she she said something felt uneasy. I didn't, something was off and something told me not to let him do that. But I ignored it and I did it anyway. And, um, and not saying, and please miss, don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying that's her fault in any way. She was a victim. Um, that is not in any way her fault. Um, but that's an instance of where, you know, she had feelings. And, uh, and I can I verify to say, you know, I'm bad about second guessing myself on things sometimes. And there are times where the Holy Spirit has told me, Rebecca, don't do this. Or he's tried to warn me. And I haven't listened, you know, and, and sometimes it can mean life or death. It can mean, um, it can mean the, the right path directionally. Sometimes it's with jobs. I remember I took a job one time in my life that I was not supposed to take. I took it because it was a money decision because it had benefits. Um, it was actually the job right before I stepped down to, to go to rejuvenate. Wonderful place to work great nothing was wrong with the place even my boss was great you know nothing was wrong with the place to work but I took it because money benefits you know that was just I just did you know um and it was awful awful I had panic attacks every day on the way to work I had to go on antidepressants um because I was so depressed and I was anxious and my and 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 I had a spirit of anxiety it was through the roof and because I knew that those nine months that I worked at that job, I was not supposed to be there. I knew it. I knew God was telling me that's not where I was supposed to be. And I finally got to the point through a process where I said, I've got to listen to God. I can't live like this anymore. The money's not worth it. It's not worth it not listening to him. you know. And when I finally listened to him and I stepped down and went towards that's when I first started responding to the ministry call on my life. Um, you know, things turned around uh, because I, I had, I was ignoring the Holy Spirit for a long time and thank God he still didn't give up on me and still kept pursuing me and still kept pursuing my heart and kept telling me to leave. Cause if not, I, I, there's no telling where I'd be, you know, today. And so, um, I'm, I'm there with you guys. I mean, it's hard sometimes to want to listen to the Holy Spirit, you know, and, and to listen to, uh, to the, to the voice that's telling you, look, don't do that, you know, but again, a lot of times we try to rationalize things with our mind, you know, um, 
and I know some of you guys have probably been there before where you just, you know, um, where the Holy Spirit's trying to tell you something or, you know, God's trying to speak to you in a moment and you, you have to make a choice. And so that's what I'm, um, you know, just talking to you about today. And I want to encourage you guys as we go into the new year, let this be a year that is led by the Spirit of God. Earlier this year, there was there's a lot of stuff that's happened. I'm going to tell you what. COVID has opened up a lot of things, has caused a lot of eyes to be opened. There's, there's a lot that happened and that has happened spiritually in the spirit realm during COVID. Spiritually, there's a lot that's been done, um, especially in churches. And there's just a lot. I'm not even going to go into everything that has been stirred because of this. There's a lot of things that have been brought to light. Eyes have been opened. God has revealed things. He's revealed spiritual battles behind the scenes that mask themselves themselves as COVID. Um, there's a lot of underlying spiritual things that, that have gone on. And there's just been a lot. There has been a lot that a lot that has that has gone on. And I told uh, one of my friends, um, I said, if you don't have discernment of the Holy Spirit, it's going to be hard to survive from now on from like, like I felt like, especially this year was a great example of, you know, more than an education, more than, than anything else you need to have the wisdom and discernment of the Holy spirit. This year was such a year of fear for so many people. And a lot of people lost loved ones. It was a hard year for people, but this was the year through racism through uh, a spirit of racism, through sickness and, and disease, that a spirit of fear was unleashed by the enemy. And I, I saw fear like I've never seen before, people influenced by the spirit of fear. And it, it, it made me sick. It made me angry. Uh, it frustrated me. Um, you know, I saw this year that people were led by so many different things. And, I, you know, and God told me, like, if people are not led by the Spirit, if people don't have discernment and wisdom and are led by the Spirit, they're not going to make it. Because, I mean, let's face it, all right? I did an earlier podcast earlier this year about, about not making the government your God. A lot of people depend on the government for everything. Like, the government is the answer. The government is the source. I hate to burst your bubble, but news media lies to you. The media lies to you, okay, because the media is controlled. The media is not, um, there are some media sources out there that are not controlled uh, by evil, but there's a lot of media sources out there that are not, that are not under the influence of the spirit of God. They're under the influence of the spirit of the enemy. And our government right now, you cannot put your trust in the government. You have to understand that God is my trust. And I'm going to keep my eyes open and I'm going to be vigilant and be sober like the Bible says, because I understand. I mean, here's the thing. I'm in Revelation right now. And eventually, uh, you know, there is going to be a one world government that's going to rise. And the Antichrist is going to to take his place. And it's going to, I don't know how else to put it, it's going to suck. You know, there's many different, um, there's many different you know, ideas of, I mean, uh, p- views out there of people that are pre, pre-trib, pre mid-trib, post-trib. I'm not even going to get into all that about when the church is rapture out and everything. But what I'm telling you is, 
you know, it's dangerous to trust in the government. It's dangerous to make your government your trust and to be spoon-fed everything that they say and think it is gold and it is truth. Because while you do have some people in government that I think that do have that do have godly motives that are trying to make a difference, you have a lot of corrupt people in government, and they're out for themselves, and they're out. And some of them, I do believe, have the spirit of Antichrist and have an agenda that is not for your benefit. It is for theirs, and it is for, and they don't serve God, okay? And so because of that, you have to keep your eyes open. I'm declaring 2021 needs to be, you know, 2020 says perfect vision. And people were like, perfect vision, this is the year of perfect vision. And then it's like the crap hit the fan and people are like, what happened? But in order to have perfect vision, Sometimes you got to put eye drops in. Sometimes you got to get the dirt out of your eyes. You got to get the eyelashes out of your eyes. You've got to put on a set of glasses that will help you have uh, the vision that you need. And I think that this was a year of clarification for God's children. This is a year of clarity, insight, because God is telling you open your eyes. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. Do not be spoon fed by a government that for the most part, is not led by the Spirit. They're not, okay? Um, so, I mean, you. God is saying, open your eyes. I believe that, that 2020 was the year of perfect vision. Leading into 2021, this is when the year of wisdom and discernment. This is when... This is when God's people need to explode in prayer and praying for wisdom. God, make me wise. Wise as serpents and gentle as doves. Make us wise discerning. Let this be the year that you determine that I'm going to be led by the Spirit in everything that I do, everything that I say, that I think, in every move in my life. And regardless of whether I understand it or not, I'm going to go for it. Regardless of whether I know why God wants me to not be friends with this person or to be friends with this person or to go to this job or not have or leave this job to, um, you know, to be in a situation or to get out of a situation, regardless of what it is, you're going to believe the Holy Spirit. You're going to trust the Holy Spirit. If you don't have a relationship with God, if you're not spending time with him and growing closer to him, then it's going to be hard to know. You know, if you don't have a relationship with God, you don't have the Holy Spirit, first of all. Um, but if you do have a relationship with God, I encourage you, nurture that, you know. Um, so many people get caught up in, in works and things like that. And here's what I'm going to tell you. God says faith without works is dead. Okay. So anybody that tells you that it doesn't matter what you do, all you got to do is ask forgiveness is they're lying to you. Um, God says, if you love me, you keep my commandments. But here's where, here's where things, you know, tend to get misconstrued. You get denominational divisions and all this stuff about what's, you know, you know, what's right, what's wrong. It's motivated. Your your obedience to God comes out of a out of um, a motivation from His love. When you have a relationship with God and you get close to God, you're going to experience a love you've never experienced before, and you're going to experience faithfulness like you've never experienced before. And a relationship with God, the love that He has for you, it it is a motivator. You know, it is a motivator. There have been many times in my life where I could have walked away from the Lord and I and I, I would say I've gotten close, you know. But one thing that always keeps me there is the love that God has and the fact that God has never left me and he has never given up on me. And God, you know, God, I mean, God has always been there. When family has left, God has been there. When friends have left, God has been there. When, 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 you know, um, 
love interests have left or or churches left. God has always been there. He's been there, and that and His love is is what keeps me going. It's what motivates me. Um, you know, I mean, it, it's it's there's nothing like it. There is I don't there is nothing else in the world that can fill you. No money, no title, no job title, no uh, amount of materials, no person that can fill you like he can because you weren't created to have a relationship with money or a relationship with things or even a relationship with people above him. You were created to have a relationship with him first and then everything in life flows from that area. And so when having a relationship with God, it, um, his love, his goodness, it, it motivates you. You want to obey him. You want to follow him and your tastes start to change, you know? You you start to lose the, the the taste that you had for for sin and for other areas of your life. You know, the more you you get to know His heart, the more excuse me, the more you are transformed to be like Him, and you start to think like Him. You start to want the things that He wants, and then you start to see that it's easier to say no to evil. It's easier to say no to the things of the world. It's, it's easier to be separate from the world. God says to be in it, not not of it. So it means that we're in the world. We're to be a light in the world, but we're not to be as the world is. We're separate. We're set apart. Um, so um, a relationship with God, you know, and when you invest in a relationship with God, because God says, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. That is when, you know, that is when you begin to hear from the Holy Spirit. That is when you begin to to really start to learn his voice and learn what he wants. And because some, because the more you get to know God, some things become obvious, you know, some things aren't, it isn't a question because you begin to know God's word, what he thinks, what he says. So then things like, well, you know, does God want me to steal or not? That's something very basic. Well, no, he doesn't, you know, um, he doesn't want you to do that. You know, does God want me to, 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 uh, to lie, you know, no, because, you know, God is truth. You know, he doesn't want us to lie. You know, Satan's the father of lies, you know. But then it even leads up to greater, you know, um, the friends that I'm with right now. Are these are, are these the best friends to be attached to, you know? Um, because we've talked about this before. You become who your friends are. So, you know, and, and it, it just it just keeps morphing and, and growing, you know, to a greater level of discernment and wisdom. You know, the more you... The more time you spend with him, the more you cry out and ask for it, because God will give it to you. If you ask for it, you believe you receive it. So um, I declare that this year is going to be a year of wisdom and discernment. This is going to be, so 2020 perfect vision, the washing of the eyes, this is the beginning of the opening of the eyes. This is going to be the year where I declare over people, over myself, over people that we are spirit led. This is the year of wisdom. This is a year of discernment. This is the year of being spirit led. All right, guys. Um, okay, so Jonathan Price just got done with a job interview. That's who just opened the door because I'm sitting in his car doing this. So um, really quickly, say hey, Jonathan. Hey. Um, and he's going to be jumping on some more with some more podcasts later. Let me pray for you guys really quickly, and then um, I'm going to go. I hope you guys have a happy new year. Um, and again, I am praying that this is a year of wisdom and discernment for you guys. So let me pray over you guys really quickly. Lord, I thank you so much, God, that 2021 is going to be a new year. It's going to be a fresh year 
Lord, I believe that 2020, it was prophesied that 2020 was perfect vision. But God, I believe that 2020 was the year of clarity because you opened the eyes, you've washed our eyes out, you have you have removed uh, um, uh, the dirt from, from the eyes of your children and you're letting them see things for what they really are. This was a year where you opened our eyes to a lot of things and you have really showed how important it is to to be led by the Spirit, God. And I declare that the year of 2021 is a year of wisdom and discernment and the year um, that His children are led, that your children are led by the Spirit. And Lord, I pray that every person listening to this, God, um, they would draw close to you, that they would have a, a stronger relationship with you, that they would be led by the Spirit in everything, that you would give them wisdom and discernment, that they would begin to see things, God, that they would begin to evaluate things around them and listen to you when you tell them to move or to do things, even if they don't necessarily understand why, they would trust you. Because um, your word says to trust in you with all of our heart and lean on, not on our own understanding. I pray a, a wonderful and blessed new year. And 2021 is going to be a powerful year, God, of people that are just completely sold out to you. We love you and we honor and worship you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I love you guys. Have a great new year, and I will come to you later with another podcast. See you guys. Bye.